Authenticity Podcast. I'm your host, LaToya Sharice, LaToya the Alien on all of your social media platforms. So today I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about what the hell radical authenticity is. Now I'm going to be honest with you. I thought I made that shit up. I did not make that shit up, (laughs) but I did some Googling around and I think it is kind of in the atmosphere a little bit right now. And I've seen a lot of things talking about radical authenticity, but I haven't really seen anything at all that really sums it up and goes as deep as I'm trying to go with it. So I'm making up my own damn definition. And I am going to be exploring this idea a lot. I'm going to be using some of my own life experience because honestly, this is what led me to doing this in the first place. And I want to also get some stories and opinions of other people as well in what they think radical authenticity is and how they think that certain things um, can be carried out. And we can just go on this journey together because I honestly believe if we were more in touch with ourselves and we lived a more authentic life for ourselves, then we would just be a better place overall. Like not just this country, but literally the entire freaking world would be better off if we were just a little bit more authentic and not just being dickeresses. So I'm a big nerd. When I try to come up with the meaning or definition of anything, I always go to the dictionary. My favorite is the Merriam-Webster dictionary. So first I started with the word radical. The one I liked the most was of or relating to or proceeding from a root, like a plant. Now, this really resonated with me because if you know me, you know I'm a hippy dippy bitch. And so when I was like, ooh, root, I thought of the root chakra, y'all. Because the root chakra is all about your foundation, where your beliefs are coming from, your feelings. It's just like pure raw and just kind of it can be kind of ugly it's just just the nitty-gritty it's that real truth you know what I'm saying it's where you really keep it at 100 that's coming from your root chakra I'm not gonna get too into that on this episode but just believe we will be talking about the root chakra later on and probably throughout this entire thing because I can't help myself. I'm that bitch. Um, (laughs) Authentic. Authentic means worthy of acceptance or belief as conforming to or based on fact. Now I took it a bit further and I looked up the word conform. It means bring to harmony or accord. Hello. Hello. Y'all all that spoke to me. So first of all, the authentic part, the authentic part that really stuck out to me was the worthy of acceptance part, because I think that a lot of the times what keeps us from being our authentic selves is the fear that we're not going to be accepted, that fear of rejection, that fear that we're going to be rejected by first our parents, maybe our siblings, our friends. But then I think that escalates too into, we don't want to be rejected by our teachers because that would mean that we're dumb. 
And then we don't want to be rejected by other adults because other adults are going to tell your parents. And then if you're rejected by other adults and then they tell your parents, you're going to get rejected by your parents. And then we also don't want to get rejected by coworkers or our boss or anybody else. Like it has like all of these layers that start from childhood, but then as we practice not being ourselves so we can conform to what other people want from us, we end up losing ourselves. And I really don't think that anybody wants to live that way. I don't think we are really meant to live that way. But for some reason, we keep living that way. I have my ideas on why we do that, but this is not the episode for that. I'm going to try to stay on track best I can. So the conforming part, when I looked that up and saw that it meant bring to harmony or accord, harmony and accord, those are just two other words for alignment. Another word that's my favorite fucking word because alignment means things are where they are supposed to be. It doesn't mean that it's all right, that it's almost where it should be. Alignment means an alignment. Like when you get your spine aligned, your spine has a natural curve to it. Like it's not, I think a lot of people think of our spine as something that's straight up and down, but it's not. Our spine has different curves in it. And when those different curves are disrupted, we start to feel pain and we start having a lot of problems and it could be a small pain, but it's still there. And I think we do that with our lives as well. When we feel a little bit out of alignment, we're like, uh, you know, I feel uncomfortable, but I don't feel uncomfortable enough to actually do anything about it. And if you don't feel uncomfortable enough to do anything about it, then you're never going to find the root. But that doesn't mean it's not still there. Again, we're back to that root, right? So it doesn't mean the root of the problem is not still there. But since we are like, uh, it's too much of a inconvenience for me to do anything about it. We let it ride. Well, something else is going to be messed up after that. Because if we didn't fix that root problem and we're uncomfortable, we're going to be uncomfortable some more and it's going to get more and more and more and more and more uncomfortable until finally we just cannot function anymore because that small problem or that small amount of not being comfortable, we kept letting it be uncomfortable and we got used to it being uncomfortable. So now that's just kind of, oh yeah, my back just hurts. I'm, I'm just a person with back problems now. We don't have to be that way, but we, we live that way in our physical body, but we also live that way spiritually as well. And like within ourselves and just think back to some times where you felt uncomfortable in a situation. It may be some friends were doing some shit that they really didn't have no business doing, but you kind of went along with it anyway, even though it was against what you really wanted to do. And the only reason you really did it, it's not because you felt like that was an okay thing to do. It's because you had a fear of rejection. Like, oh man, if I don't go along with this, they're going to think I'm lame. (laughs) 
and I mean, I mean, honestly, snitching's out of the question. Uh, so I'm not fit to snitch. So it's either at this point I gotta like do the shit or not do the shit, and they're gonna think that they're gonna think I'm a snitch anyway, or they're just gonna think I'm lame and they're gonna make fun of me. So I'm gonna just go ahead and fuck around. And then on the other side of that, we don't know why those people decided to do the thing that you disagreed with. That's their own journey. I want us to focus on ourselves and what is stopping us from living that authentic life. So there's your radical, there's your authenticity part, right? So then I thought about like, well, I don't really want to focus on everybody else right now. Cause I do think, I do think it is a societal problem, but because it's a societal problem and I was brought up in this society, I need to first figure out before I try, try to take on the whole world, I need to figure out what that means for myself. So I looked up self and self is the union of elements such as body emotions, thoughts, and sensations that constitute the individuality and identity as a person. Ooh, what? What? The union of elements such as body, emotions, thoughts, and sensations that constitute the individuality and identity as a person. Holy God. What? Wow. Why do I sound like, wow, the ancestors tried to speak through me because I've got a lot of like Christian-y <laughs> um, ancestors, you know, in the line. And I felt like, you know, my grandmama was in me because I don't even say shit like, holy God, like who, who, who am I? But that's how I know the shit is connecting. Okay. See the ancestors, like when the, again, when the shit is in alignment, it's in alignment because I'm not a religious person, but this is outside of like, this doesn't matter what religion, like really what your beliefs are at all. Because I feel like everybody can get behind you being your authentic self and understanding what that means to you. So speaking of what things mean to me, I took all of that. And I made my own definition out of those separate definitions to radical authenticity. Here's what I came up with. Living in harmony or accord with your own root, body, emotions, thoughts, and sensations, and knowing you are worthy of acceptance. And the knowing part was extremely important to me to put in there because knowing implies I know this like you have it's a fact now I have an understanding of myself and myself in relation to the world around me to know that I am living in harmony with my own body emotions thoughts and sensations but it takes work So radical authenticity does not mean going around and being an asshole and then being one of these people saying like, oh, well, this is just who I am. That's just how I am. So just deal with it. And if that, if 
it's on that is only okay if that's really truly who you are and you've done the examination of yourself and you have really challenged your own beliefs and that is how you are then do your thing okay <laughs> does that mean that i have to fuck with you no that is not what that means actually that's the true meaning of cancel culture by the way this is why i really don't believe in cancel culture because cancel culture that came from first of all it came from black folks like pretty much everything and then it got taken over by like fucking woke culture which was also something that black people came up with and then just turned into this whole other thing cancel culture is never really meant to be a culture be somebody being canceled just really meant i don't fuck with you it was just basically like if you say this motherfucker's canceled it's not like oh i hope your whole livelihood is taken from you and that you never work again and we should like bring out the torches and then like it's not even about all of that canceled really means i don't fuck with you and i am putting you and anybody else on notice that i don't fuck with you so if somebody works at McDonald's, right? And they say some crazy shit to me. I don't fuck with you. So I'm not, I'm not about to be around you. So if I just need to, I don't even eat McDonald's, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> so if I, I'm not, I'm either going to go to a different McDonald's or I'm going to go to McDonald's, but I'm not going to go on your shift. Like I don't fuck with you is what that means. That's it. And I feel like that's a big part of radical authenticity as well, because not everybody is for everybody. So me being radically authentic and accepting somebody else for their authentic selves does not necessarily mean that I have to be around you. That doesn't mean that I need to even like exist in your same bubble. And if we happen to bump into one another, we know we don't fuck with each other. And that's how that is. That's a part of being radically authentic is like, cause then I don't want to be fake. So being, if I'm being fake, I'm not being authentic. Right. That's what that shit means. <laughs> so I don't want, I don't want anybody to get it twisted. Like, Oh, she just thinks everybody should just be doing what they're doing and like fuck everybody else. Yes and no. But I do also think if you have someone and they're just walking around being an asshole, a lot of times that comes from upbringing and two ways that can go. I'm sure there's other ways, but there's one way it could be like, oh shit, maybe this person is, you know, layering on because they've had a lot of hurt in their lives and they're not trying to get hurt again. So they're just being an asshole so they don't get hurt. Or they're just an entitled son of a bitch. But I mean, maybe that has to do with how they grew up. But the thing is, that ain't got nothing to do with you, huh? Worry about yourself. Radical authenticity, I think, first and foremost, comes from us dealing with our damn selves. Because we put so much effort into pointing out what everybody else is doing wrong that we don't look at ourselves. And I think that's a major, major problem because I think if we were really able to look out at ourselves and not put so much focus on other people, other people, well, I think they would act better 
Because I think if we say like, hey, look, I'm not about to judge the shit out of you right now. It'll, it brings down some walls. It really does. Even in some like, I mean, you could just, I think in the shittiest of people, I think if at some point somebody would have been like, hey, I'm not going to judge you based on this, 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 and this. And that person felt empowered to keep it real. Damn. But it's going to take some work for us to get there, y'all. Like, this is not going to be something that happens overnight. But I think what can happen is, again, us doing it for ourselves and then giving other people the room to explore. So that person who's walking around being a dick, maybe if we gave them some time to process why they were such an asshole, just be like, hey, man, like, they're, they're mad all the time, right? So instead of being like, man, you're just so angry all the time, like you're a dick and blah, 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 blah. Like, it's easy to do that. But what if we just kind of like open up a little bit and really like, bro, like, really though? Like, what's going on? What's, what's, the, what's really the problem? Like, I'm here to actually listen to you. I'm not trying to be confrontational. Like, really, truly, what's the problem? I think people will break down a little, a, like a little bit of those walls. And then maybe they can start to examine why they're so angry all the time. Or why they're being assholes or why do you, why are you homophobic? I think some people really don't ask themselves that. I think people are just taught that, or maybe a lot of these people are also like in the queer community and they grew up in circumstances where they weren't accepted. So because they don't accept accept themselves, they are reluctant to accept other people because they are afraid of what that's going to bring out in them. A lot of the times that's true. And I know that's so hard sometimes because it's really hard to hear people like say wild shit <laughs> a lot of the time. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm black. Like people say wild shit, but I honestly don't think like at their core, if you were, if you were to really get at the root of a lot of their bullshit, I, I think you would unearth really why they're like that. And that's not really how they are. It's just over time, they have gotten that way. Like, even if you think about an actual root, like a plant, right? And you think about the way soil and all of that works. Like, you've got got times where, okay, you can go and you can pot something, right? And it starts to take root and the root looks kind of healthy, but then maybe you don't give that plant enough water. Um, the conditions of the soil are not conducive to that plant. It may grow something else. Great. You know, it may grow something else wonderfully, but if you put the wrong seed in the wrong soil, shit's not going to go very well. It may not grow at all. It may start to look okay, but then not (laughs) later on. Um, or maybe it's okay, but it can only grow to a certain extent. And then, so you have like those conditions. These are just like the baseline foundational conditions, right? So think of this of like, I don't know where you were born or something, right? So you've got like the situation that you got put in. But then on top of that, what if you don't get enough water? What if you don't get enough food? What if you don't get enough sunlight? Um, I talk to my plants. (laughs) So what if like, you know, things don't talk to you? What if you're not where... You know, the bugs and stuff can be eaten by toads or, you know, you get 
one um, or something comes and it lays an egg on you and then it hatches a whole bunch of like creatures and it just starts to eat you up. Cause usually these like eggs of different pests and things are real small. And so you don't really see them. And I think we do that as people too. Like there's these little things that happen to us, like different events, or maybe somebody said something to you or whatever. And it's something small. It doesn't look like a big deal, but then it matures it pops open and now you got a fucking problem. Think about that like multiple different times on one plant. And then you have issues to where like, okay, the soil's fucking bad. So no matter what you grow in it, what you try to grow into it, it's not going to grow. I mean, just think about all of these different scenarios, right? I really truly think people work in the same way. So I could have a crop that's like not good crop. Like, oh man, we got a bad crop. The crop is not necessarily what's bad. The crop produced what you put it in. Like if you put it in shitty conditions, you're going to have a bad crop. If you don't water it, if you don't feed it, if you it doesn't get enough sunlight, it's going to be a bad crop. On the flip side, though, you have some plants that are like, hey, I like to be in low light. Some plants are like, um, bitch, call me Dracula. Put me in the dark, okay? Each, like, plant species or each type of plant, I really, truly find them to be akin to people. And they each have their own little things that they need. And I feel like if we want to take care of them and we want those things to grow and we want those things to flourish, then we're going to have to take the time to figure out what that plant needs and how much of it it needs and be consistent with it. And then it's going to grow. But we have to do that for ourselves. I can't take care of my plants if I'm not fed, if I haven't drank anything. I'm going to be dead. And if I die, my plants are going to die. <laughs> I can't, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I know this is like one big, like weird analogy, but I'm pretty sure you understand what I'm getting at as someone who has been described as a fucking orchid. And if you <laughs> know about orchids, they are, um, I don't feel like they're difficult to take care of if you know how to take care of them. <laughs> but you know, orchids can be a little temperamental. They might be like, um, I just need an ice cube today. Don't give me any more than an ice cube. If you give me two ice cubes, I'm going to die. I'm going to mold and I'm going to die. Oh, I need just enough sun. If I have too much sun, I'm going to burn. But if I don't have enough, I'm going to die. But if you treat me right, I'm going to be cute and I'm going to be popping. <laughs> Anywho. We're going to get into a lot of different things in this podcast. It's going to be very stream of consciousness. Um, but I do want to bring certain um, things to the table that we can discuss in relation to living our radically authentic lives. So stick around for more. A bitch will be back in a couple of weeks. Until then, like, 
share, subscribe to your girl. Tell people that I'm the bomb because I am. Love me, okay? Love me so I can love you. But that's okay because I'm learning how to love myself. And I'm going to let you love yourself. And we're going to love ourselves together. Okay, that sounded like mutual masturbation, which means it's time for me to go. I am LaToya, the alien on all of your social media. This has been Radical Authenticity. Have a good week. Bye.